Hello everybody and welcome to We Are Marvel, where we explore all the corners of the Marvel Cinematic Multiverse, and we are also the official podcast of the We Are Marvel Facebook group. Please go give them a follow today, and while you're there, check out the We Are Marvel pod page and give us a like and follow as well. We are your hosts. My name is Justin, also known as T-Bolt. Oh, good God. <laughs> My name is Jeremy. Also, just call me that. It's fine. <laughs> and welcome to this show. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I want a uh, nickname or not for this show, but uh, if it happens, it happens, I guess. <laughs> I mean, we'll see what, what comes. I mean, I, I, I can't promise anything, but, I, uh, you know. I know it was last episode, but I actually don't even remember how you got the nickname T-Bolt. <laughs> Because it was what um, General Ross's like plane or something, oh, right. yeah. and then uh, and I said so, like that's what they call me. That's, that's, yeah, that's that's and now uh, that's what they call me at least for our Hulk centric episodes. Perfect. <laughs> so this week we are talking about you guessed it all of the Hulks. We're going to start with the Lou Ferrigno, Bill Bigsby era, and work our way all through Tatiana Maslany's She Hulk because she's great too. And, uh, you know, as I promised Jeremy last week, we're not going to rank them. Yes. Good. We're just going to talk the good, the bad, and the hulky and, uh, <laughs> you know, see what, what is what. We'll probably pick a favorite, you know, because that's just how things happen. But uh, it's mostly okay. a pros and con list for all of them. So without much okay. further ado, unless Jeremy has more things to add. No. Okay. <laughs> Let's grab our Icarish and get started. Any conversation about Hulk has to start with the man, Mr. Lou Ferrigno, and the wonderful, great late Bill Bixby. So, they played Hulk, Bill Bixby plays, play, played a David Banner, and Lou Ferrigno obviously was the physical, actual Hulk, from uh, 1977 to 1982. Uh, for the TV series. And then they did a series of uh, uh, TV movies. Sorry. Having problems. Incredible Hulk <laughs> Returns, which I actually watched last weekend, uh, which came out in 1988 and had, I think, the first live-action Thor. Oh, okay. Yeah. It, it's fun. There, I want, like, go ahead. There was something... Was, it in, was he in a Captain America TV Straight to TV he, kind of thing? I don't know. He might have been. Okay. I might have to look it up. But that's... It, it's an early version of Thor from 1988. And it's pretty good. I mean, it's very 80s. It's very cornball. He's kind of surfer bro-y. But for the most part, like, he's just kind of a cocky, douchey Asgardian, like, hmm. Norse god kind of character. And watching it, I remember it being worse than it was. 
and I was like, you know, this is kind of, I mean, it's again, it's very 80s, if not a little 70s, but <laughs> it felt, it, it was kind of like what Chris Hemsworth did in the first Thor. Like, he's very cocky, arrogant, he's all about drinking and fighting and ladies and stuff, and okay. it was pretty fun. Like, you know, okay. It's on uh, was- Tubi, I think. I own the okay. DVDs, but uh, Incredible Hulk Returns and Trial of the Incredible Hulk, which was the second one, and had Daredevil and Kingpin in it, by the way. Oh. Yeah. And, and how cool. was that one? I didn't wa- rewatch that one, um, okay. but I remember it being fun, you know? There's a cameo of Stan Lee as a juror, and when the Hulk lifts <laughs> up the jury box, Stan Lee, like, cartwheels out of the jury box. Like, like an actual cartwheel out of there? Well, like, yeah, I mean, like, he he leaps out, if I remember oh, okay. correctly. <laughs> and then uh, Death of the Incredible Hulk in 1990. Uh-huh. So. Nice. Uh, I mean, it's it's fun, and it's one of those things where it it's so iconic. It's like Chris Reeves' Superman, you know? It's like, mm-hmm. as we're going to see in a couple weeks, the Michael Keaton Batman. Like, they're just the names that are associated with it. Um, Bill Bigsby, unfortunately, passed away November 21st, 1993, at 59 years old of prostate cancer. Um, But you do see a video of him in Incredible Hulk when Bruce is flipping through the channels when he's in Brazil or wherever he is, and he's getting to Sesame Street. Yeah. The close-up of the guy who gets hit in the face and goes, Hey, that's a great punch. That's Bill Bixby. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I kind of remember that. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's great. I'm glad they included that. Yeah. That's like a deep dive Easter egg right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And nice. Lou Ferrigno, of course, I mean, he's been in every Hulk thing. In the 2003 right, yeah. Hulk, he was the security guard. Um, let's see. In the 2008 Hulk, he was a security guard. Yeah. In... <laughs> He did the voice for Incredible Hulk in the animated series from 96 to 97. Right, he nice. also did the voice for Hulk in Incredible Hulk. Right. In, in 2008. The Avengers from 2012 and Age of Ultron in 2015. Oh, really? He did the voice for all of those? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then later, of course, it became Ruffalo. Right. And we yeah. didn't get any cameos of him in any of the, like, the Ragnarok or no. the other Avengers, right? Okay. No, the last thing that I, no. you know, the last thing I saw in his IMDb was, that was MCU and Hulk related was Age of Ultron. Okay. Yeah. Still, that's, I mean, that's impressive. That's a great run. And it's really cool that they did that. Not just yeah. for for him, but, like, for the fans, it's kind of a cool Easter egg type thing for the fans that they get to see Lou Ferrigno still popping up in these Hulk movies. It's still him voicing him. So he's still the Hulk, essentially, voice-wise. So that's really cool. I like that. And he is, I mean, he is classic the Hulk. I mean, when you, it's crazy. I mean, it's kind of like Batman again. Like, there have been so many Hulks, as we will see. Like, every generation has their Hulk. This was my, or our parents' generation's Hulk. Right. And so ours is kind of the Edward Norton, Mark Ruffalo generation. And then, you know, we'll yeah. see what happens after that. And actually, I guess ours would have been Eric Bana, 
which we'll talk about next. Mm. Yeah, I guess. And then it became Edward Norton, and then it became Mark Ruffalo. But yeah, I don't. I just I I, I have to have a special place in my heart for Lou Ferrigno. Like he's just awesome. I really wish I had shook his hand when I saw him at Comic Con all those years ago. But yeah. like he's just such a sweet, cool guy. And like you said, like the fact that he has been Hulk basically since 1977. Yeah. Like that's amazing. That's probably the, one of the longest runs of anything out there that isn't Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's very cool. Yeah, and, and he is. He's iconic. Like he's he's got a look like no one else really. Like you don't mix Lou Ferrigno up with someone else. You know, he's, he's, he's very, his body and everything is just massive and it's not overdone, but it's, it, it's, it's noticeable. Like I said, it's, it's a very unique body style and his voice and everything. So very cool. And for Bill Bigsby, like he, he definitely personifies the scientist side of Banner in the, in the show, they call him David Banner because of really stupid reasons I'm not going to get into, but (laughs) he He's desperate to find a cure. The entire series and the movies is about him trying to find a cure for this disease that is the Hulk that he is just, you know, haunted by and has been mm-hmm. for years. And so he's traveling from city to city, person to person, hoping for the best. And then it falls through and he has to start all over again. And he he has that desperation that kind of informs who Hulk is in film for till now yeah all right let's get to eric banna from 2003's hulk also mo-capped by ang lee i know we just talked right. about this so we won't go on too long but i will say i do for the most part like him it's very wooden like we talked about last week mm-hmm. but i get the anguish and the anger from him i think more than anybody else now, as Hulk or as as Banner? Yes. Or both? Okay. Well, I go Banner. <laughs> I mean, Hulk is tough because, I mean, he looks so dumb in yes. so many scenes. So there's parts where it's like, yeah, okay, I mean, that's Hulk. But this is kind of where I, I've always talked about the disconnect I have with Hulk. This is where mm-hmm. that starts because it's like, it's so not Eric Banner. Right. You can tell. And at least with the Mark Ruffalo era, they started to make Hulk actually look like Ruffalo. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So there is that. But with this, it's like there's, aside from maybe his hair, kind of, there's nothing that makes sure. me go, oh, that's that guy. Right. Like, yeah. If if you just, if I showed you just a picture of, of Eric Bana Hulk and said, hey, who do you think plays this guy? I, mean, I, I have no idea. I, I don't know. Like, yeah. it's Steve Buscemi guess <laughs> sure <Connect>. yeah <laughs> so i like that's that's a good point there where or, or yeah you you can't tell with lou ferrigno you can tell because it's lou ferrigno it's not yeah. mocap or anything like that it's no cgi it's just him green mm-hmm. and then yeah with banna like you said it's who knows who plays him and then norton i think they started to a little bit with norton it wasn't that it wasn't as noticeable as ruffalo I will say. Yeah. Ruffalo, you can definitely either say 
yeah, that's played by Mark Ruffalo, or hey, that looks like a family member of Mark Ruffalo. Like you, you can tell, there's at least a resemblance to him. Yeah, and I, I'm starting to think about this. You don't see him. I'm trying to think of how much you actually see Ruffalo transform into Hulk. Um. Yeah. Because, like, in a, the first Avengers movie, he kind of shuffles off the first time he transforms. I guess he... The transforming is not as big a deal in the Ruffalo era. Because, I mean, you do see the I'm always angry scene, and he grows, yeah. and... Dish. So, I guess yeah, I'm, I'm wrong scene. in my rem- my memories. But <laughs> the, the transforming, except for maybe in Ragnarok, mm-hmm. when he's struggling and, you know, trying to trying to stay Hulk and uh, mm. banners starting to peek through. Like, they don't really make a thing out of it anymore. Like, it's just, well, I, I'm Hulk now. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's kind of the thing is where, where he's, it's not a surprise anymore. He's not uh, not controlling it by any means. Or I guess I guess he's controlling it somewhat, but not comfortable with it. I mm. guess I think that's where I'm trying to head with this. But it's more like, yeah, I've been doing this for a while. It's going to happen. I can't fight it. Like, I'm not going to control it. So just let it happen. Yeah. I, I think I mean, that's kind of where we are with Ruffalo. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I, I don't just... have a lot to say about the Edward Norton one. I mean, we're, like, we already talked about Eric Bana. I yeah. like it. I like the Edward Norton movie. I watched it last weekend. Just, yeah. you know, again, to... to get my hulks all in a row <laughs> i like the the story of incredible hulk it's a very classic i was watching it kind of thinking about like if this was a sequel to the 2003 one and it very much works again mm-hmm. like, except for the beginning where they show the how he got infected in the first place but like you could right. totally have this be the sequel to hulk 2003 right but I know it's 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 made it seem very formulaic doing it that way too. It's like, well, he's on the run again and the army's after him again and he has to fight the army again and then there's a monster that was created by the army kind of and he has to fight that monster again. So I like right. it's one of those things that made me go, I see why there was never another one of these cuz right. this this becomes the Iron Man problem where it's like they're all kind of the same thing. Of a guy with an arc reactor in an iron suit. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, it, it's tough to do more with the Hulk, and I would say it. I, I, I'm sure there's a lot to him in the comics, but I guess movie wise, like it is tough. Like he can't just blend in as the Hulk, so he has to change into the Hulk, and it's not, and it has to be a big thing. It has to be for a big reason or he gets angry or, or whatever the reason may be it's mm-hmm. I, it's tough to tell a different story with him yeah because it's always just i'm on the run i'm having to deal with this i'm having to try and find a cure right. and then i get pulled into this shitty situation which is what i like and we'll just get into the ruffle of it all so mark ruffle started being banner and hulk in avengers from 2012 he had his cameo in iron man 3 Age of Ultron, obviously, Ragnarok, Infinity War, Endgame, Shang-Chi, What If, he did the voice, and most recently, She-Hulk from 2022, and rumors of him maybe, I, well, I haven't really heard any rumors lately, but there were rumors circulating since the leader is in 
Captain America New World Order that some Hulks might show up. But I haven't yeah. heard any like sightings on set or anything in a while, so okay. we'll see. But I do love Ruffalo. Like he is easily the best, most recognizable, most relatable Hulk. Yes. It just feels so on Hulk compared to everything else we've had. Why, why do you say that? Because he's always, like I said, he's always on the run. He's always, you know, major oh. scientists looking for the cure and fighting monsters. Like, I think that they, that Marvel did find the trick to Hulk in having him be just a supporting character of the Avengers. Mm-hmm. But I do miss that he's not really the focus of anything. Yeah, no, that's that's true. That's fair, and I think I I I do think I agree with you. Because without him being the main focus and being on the run or, or or something like that, yeah, it's tough for for him to to be alone in his movie. So it has to be a side character like that. And I do like him as a side character. I think he's I think he's mm-hmm. great whenever he's in 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 a scene as Hulk or as Banner. I've I've enjoyed him. I right. I think he does a good job as as Banner. He. Like you mentioned last episode, he doesn't get a lot of time to shine as that very smart scientist, except for in Age of Ultron, and it was more like Tony kind of took over and he's just kind of helping. Mm-hmm. But I've still enjoyed him when he is Banner. He's he's got kind of a smoothness to him, and and like he's seen some things and he's been through a lot, and so I, I like I appreciate that that Mark brings that to the table. But yeah, it'd be tough to have a Hulk story without him on the run, I guess. I don't know what else you would tell. It, I mean, in, in all of these heroes, it's like, I'm just doing my thing and then shit happens and I have to deal with it. Like, that's <laughs> a superhero movie in a nutshell. It's, but, I mean, it, I don't know. It's tough because I feel like you would have to do that. You would have to be like, he's being Banner. He's come to terms with his Hulkness and then mm-hmm. something you know from his past or something from one of his you know experiments goes wrong and it creates a problem he has to deal with you know if they had had the leader come back in a Hulk sequel mm. that would have been great yeah, I'm st- obviously excited to see him in New World Order but like as far as the story for him I guess it would just be like I've found a normal and I'm trying to sustain that normal, and then this shit happens, and my normal is messed up. I'm becoming Hulk when I don't want to. Like I think that might have been what would have helped me with the Ruffalo one, because all of his story is so segmented, and mm-hmm. I think that's why things like the Black Widow romance in Age of Ultron was so weird, because it kind of came out of nowhere, and then it disappeared and didn't really matter. And... <laughs> Then he became Smart Hulk, which is cool, but like it just kind of happened between movies, and we never really yeah. saw him do it. And then in She-Hulk, he was Banner again, but we didn't really understand why he was Banner again, but he had this watch so he could be Banner again, but that didn't really <laughs> matter because the watch got destroyed, and now he's Hulk again. And then he goes to Sakaar to have a kid, and then he comes back, like it's just... <laughs> Wasn't it he went it's, back to get his kid or something, not have the kid? Yeah. Well, okay. yeah, I know. But All right, just I, sure. I knew it when I said it, but, you know, it's just... <laughs> meh. It's, but yeah. that's a, that is my problem with him, is that there's never been anything that has really made us connect with him as a character, because his entire arc 
is segmented as a background character to other stuff. No, yeah, you make a good point. Yeah, all of his kind of, yeah, like his arcs are all off screen. Yeah. His relationship with Black Widow is off screen. His is deciding to share the spotlight, if you will, I guess, and be Smart Hulk off screen. Like, yeah, you're right. It is all off screen. But, and I, I don't want this to sound the wrong way, but it's like, what would be the point of showing that if he's just a side character? I would love to see it, but I guess movie-wise, mm-hmm. it's like, would you really want to waste the screen time for that? And I would love to I get think, more of him. I think you would if you handled it right. You would uh-huh. show what got him to want to get there. Like, you put the pieces together of like, okay, between Infinity War, when Hulk you know, got his ass whipped by Thanos and then didn't want to come back out mm-hmm. to... And, you know, Banner having to take the reins and wear the Hulkbuster and shit. To Endgame, like, I don't see a movie in there, but, like, I feel like that's a good special presentation. I know they weren't doing them back then, but, like, just an hour of what got him from where he was in Infinity War to Endgame would have been great. No, yeah, I would love to see that, but I, I, I guess what I was saying is, is in the movies that we got, you just you couldn't show it. There's too much yeah. going on. Right, and that's the thing. That's like I, and I know obviously for legal reasons they couldn't do a movie. I'm yeah. not even 100 percent sure why they were finally able to do She-Hulk. Like it must have been right. some loophole with it being a, a streaming show that made it okay. okay. I think, but I don't know. But it, yeah. like as far as I know, the rights are still with Universal and might have reverted back this year, but okay. I'm not sure. That's why everyone's like, maybe there's a Hulk movie coming, but we don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, Hopefully, at uh, Comic Con, loan out something that'd be lovely. But we'll see. Yeah, but but now like I want if that's gonna happen, I would want it like you said to be a leader. The leader has shown up, and now Hulk has to deal with this. But we already know he's going to be in Cap 4, so it's like, what are we going to get then? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there's other stuff. They could do Absorbing Man correctly. Okay. Uh, no Hulk dogs, no clouds. <laughs> um, I mean, he has <laughs> other villains. Okay. They could do, I mean, we have Harrison Ford now as General Ross, so if they don't do Red Hulk in Cap 4 or Thunderbolts, they could do it in a World War Hulk's movie. That's a hard sentence to say. World War <laughs> Hulk's movie. Uh, yeah. You, know, yeah. you could do Red Hulk. You could do Red She-Hulk, which is Betty. Like, yeah. I don't know. I, I think there's options. Plus, I mean, now you have a son. You could do other crazy shit from Sakaar. Like, who's the mom? Yeah. You know, that yeah, could be a whole yeah. cool thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you have to bring the son in at some point, right? Because why I else mean, would they you did. have brought him? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess more. Because otherwise, yeah. why would you have brought him in in the first place? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. We will see. And then, of course, we have the latest, and I would say greatest Hulk, Tatiana Maslany's She-Hulk in She-Hulk Attorney at Law, which came out in 2022. I love this show. I rewatched it last weekend for my Hulkathon, mm-hmm. and I had the most fun with it. Like I, like I said, I'm a 
Incredible Hulk booster. I talk that movie up as much as I can, but I think She-Hulk is the best version of a Hulk character we've had. Yeah, I yeah, I I would have to agree. I mean, we've gotten the most out of her. I I would say she's probably got the most on-screen time than all the other Hulks combined. Maybe not yeah. Lou. I don't know how much hours he's had, but no, no, not no, Lou. I, I think because I mean, yeah, I think between he, four seasons of a show and the movies, like he he's been Hulk the longest for sure. Yeah, but Tatiana definitely whoops everyone else by a long shot. Because I mean, yeah, a show these shows are six hours, which is roughly three movies long. Right. So. There's your trilogy of movies that <laughs> none of the others have had, except yeah. for Lou. And yeah, and she, you're right. She was great. It was it was a fun show. I, I I think anyone that didn't like it was was expecting it to be too serious and and yeah. be too um, or were predisposed to the, not like it in the first place. Yeah, I was, yeah, and I was gonna say kind of thinking that it was too involved with the movies. Like it was. This is a side thing. Like mm-hmm. you're not gonna get answers to any questions you have about the movies in this series. Um, yeah, and it, it was fun. It was, a, it was a blast. Every week there was something different going on. Yeah, some of it was super weird, but it's yeah. like, it's, but it's just fun. It's a fun show. Just just have a blast with it. Well, that's the thing. I mean, WandaVision was the first, like, TV show thing mm-hmm. that Marvel had had, and it obviously, because of what it was, embraced the TV aesthetics, but... She-Hulk was a sitcom, through and through. You know, WandaVision yeah. changed its genre or style episode to episode, but She-Hulk was just, and Alan McBeal, you know, Boston legal, legal fun sitcom every episode with wacky monster adventures. And it was yeah. great. <laughs> like, I was watching it with my wife, and she was trying to figure out, you know, what was going on and who was uh, part of the illuminati and all that shit and Mm. then the ending happened and it's just like it doesn't matter just throw it out the window (laughs) who gives a shit the only issue i have with it is Uh i wish they had shown the stuff she was talking about with kevin like when she talks about blonsky having his redemption and deciding not to do what he was doing and like Mm -hmm. all of these things like they should have shown it after talking about it and they just cut to him being taken away and all this other stuff. And it was just kind of, yeah. but I love that show. It's so fun. It's so perfect for that character. And I said, Tatiana just does such a great job showing what it is like to be a Hulk. And it's not yeah. a super downer like Edward Norton and Eric Bana. It's <laughs> fun still while being shitty at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think I think they did a great job. Even even with bringing in um, Smart Hulk and and him trying to say like, you know, if obviously you're gonna have it just like I did, and it's gonna be so tough, and you have to work so hard to control it, and this and that, and she can just control it off the bat. That was really fun, and yeah, there was just so much little things where they were kind of trying to show you like this isn't the same Hulk that you've seen, and I think they did a great job with it. Yeah, it was a blast. All right, I think that is everything I have to say about it. Yes, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Obviously, Tatiana's the best. 
suck at everybody else. Um, <laughs> and yeah, there we go. Sorry, I'm trying to send you a message incognito. Um, oh. But it's not... Uh, my brain can't do two things at once right now. So, anyway. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I had a blast talking about Hulks. I'm a Hulk booster. Go back. Watch some Hulks. They're all available one way or another. Yeah. And let us know who your favorite Hulk is in the place yeah. that Jeremy is about to tell you. I am. But uh, but first, I'll, I'll let you guys know that next episode is going to be Punisher from 2004. Um, so we're doing another movie. Uh, if you liked it, join us. If you hated it, join us. Join us. We'll probably be uh, <laughs> Tell us why. talking about both sides of this. Um, Hot take. I enjoy that movie. So I'm, I'll be interested oh, yeah. to see if this that is one that you take. actually enjoy. <laughs> uh, I don't remember, to be honest. Um, yeah, so we're going to find out next episode. Um, but until then, if you want to let us know your thoughts on the Punisher or thoughts on this or the whole, what your favorite Hulk is or anything that kind of stuff, uh, go to our website, wearemarvelpod.com. I'll give you links to all of our social media, or you can just find us on social media. We are Marvel pod, uh, emails. We are Marvel pod at gmail.com. And while you're on the website, go check out our merchandise page. Um, there's a link to it on there. Once you're there, you can pick out the design that you like and then turn it into a shirt, a mug, a sticker, whatever you want. But yeah, I think that's all we got for this week, Justin. And uh, we want to thank you guys for joining us, and we'll catch you next time. But until then, I've been Jeremy. And I have been Justin, also known for the last time as (laughs) T-Bolt. Yeah, last time until, I don't know. (laughs) Until the next Hulk thing. Yeah, I get whenever that might be. Yeah. All right, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Bye.